0: No, they know you never talk about your money. Right, so Liverpool in the 80s, you'd have no idea. No, no. Well, we, the only idea was that Kenny was on far more than <laughs> we were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Subscribe
1: now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB
0: Sports app.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome along to the first Off the Ball Roadshow. After three long years, we're back on the road. It's the Football Pod, live from Castle Bar. Please welcome to the stage, your host for the evening, Paddy Andrews, James O'Donoghue, and Tommy Rooney.
1: How are y'all? How are y'all doing? (laughs) Hello, Castlebar. How's it going? James O'Donoghue, you're in Mayo, you made it here.
3: I am indeed.
4: Paddy Andrews,
1: you were looking for directions earlier on.
5: Made it, Google Maps lads. You made it. It's, <laughs> uh, Open goal.
1: As Joe said there, it's the first off-the-ball roadshow in three years. It is the 50th episode tonight of the Football Pod. James, you've been along oh, yeah, for about half of it.
3: The better half. Mm. <laughs>
1: Don't know about that, Let's see. It is the very first off-the-ball roadshow Football Pod road Show. excuse me. Paddy, there's only one place we we're ever going to go. It was going to be Mayo, wasn't it?
5: I felt that was always going to be the case. Yeah.
1: Even without Moran,
5: I thought we were coming yeah, here first.
1: Well, we'll, we'll get to Moran in a minute. He let us down, but we'll get to him in a minute. Um, just want to do a bit of a sense check here. I presume there's a lot of people from Mayo. We'll come to that in a second. Is there anyone from Galway here?
5: Mayo. Good
1: stuff. cock
5: and hey. They're favourites for the All-Ireland. They're looking, They're looking good, aren't they? <laughs> come up the front. Come on up here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyone from Monaghan? Is there? Fair play, lads. It's that Banty, is it? <laughs> He's down for a week, say nothing. Anyone from Leitrim? <laughs> Fantastic. Oy Look, oy the buzz is back in Leitrim football. Yeah. And Andy Moran. Fair play for that. Is there any Rossies here? <laughs> Thanks, ma'am. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> I presume there's no one from Mead, is there? No. Okay, okay, that's the last mention of Mead for tonight. And Mayo, have we any Mayo people here? <laughs> there we go. Fantastic. James, going to come to you in a second. Your old buddy Keith Higgins is our special guest tonight. He is indeed. Yeah, he obviously roasted you plenty of times. <laughs>
3: he did. He did. He, he did. did. As he did. as the column says, the
1: penalties don't count and the freeze don't count.
3: Penalties count. Penalties are actually double. Okay. And if you win him yourself, trouble, Okay. So I think that's the rule. You
1: have done that. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Paddy Andrews, shake your pockets there. Ah, fuck off your audience, lads. You have a pretty good record against Mayo, it's fair to say. did, yeah. Unfortunately. Not everything oh. went your way, though. Let's have a look at this.
5: <laughs> Paddy oh. Andrews against David Clark. One. Andrews oh. has its save, and it
3: comes back to him. Oh, oh, brilliant
5: from Clark. Three. Can Four. they keep it out, Mayo? Yes, Absolutely outstanding. But two stunning saves. The second one. Patty. Brilliant reflexes from David Clark.
1: James, you're a man who scored plenty of penalties. Can we can you talk us through that for a second?
3: Terrible. Eric was off as long. It's, it's not championship. It's league football. It's He, he thinks he's Ronaldo at this stage, and then actually to be fair to Hindley,
5: it he's,
2: it he's... Oh,
5: Clare's Clair. come so off the line oh. as far, but I give you that. But Do you know what I'd say when I missed it. I actually realised when I was taking it. I haven't taken a pen home since the late 90s, yes, so under pressure But when it comes back here, I'm thinking, all you have to do is hit the target here, this is in. Clark's Clark like fucking Spider-Man coming across. <laughs> when you get to the fourth one, I
3: knew I was finishing. He was the best shot stopper though, in fairness uh, to Claire.
5: He was sensational. He was,
3: though, wasn't he? Like, But big you were man? going down the middle there, yeah? He's not. He's not he's that big down though, the
5: <laughs> I just want to go top corner. <laughs> Do
1: you know what though, I feel like that may have been karma for what happened the previous October. Sorry to bring this up, Mayo fans. Let's have a look at this. It is one of the key moments in the 2016 Final Replay. Oh, Neymar, man. I mean Paddy Andrews. <laughs> look at the facial expressions here, can we cycle through a few of these photos? You can hear the scream. He's calling first, give us that, any more. Look at that, now is there, this is more of a VAR angle, is there actually contact there?
2: No. Let's have a look. I, oh, I think that was my me.
1: only touch that day. Yeah, I don't know, Paddy, you made, it, you made a meal of that. But sure, that's it. Name a risk. You never took a penalty again for Dublin? No. I took four in one go, that was enough. <laughs> James, it's fair to say that the peak of your footballing
3: career was 2014. It was, to be fair, it was. You only retired... One and out. Right? You only retired this year. <laughs> I know, but look, don't mention the three the, years in between. Well, or the, well, 15, look, 18 was fairly quiet. Lucky for you... But, but actually, 17 was... A low point because we played we played Mayo in a in a replay in the semi final and I was dropped. That was definitely like a low point in seventeen. Oh uh, sorry, more When years. when yeah, Aiden yeah. Shea was full back and Danay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, sorry. And we weren't great in the first game. And then they dropped me for a second game, oh, I was sickened. And it was a beautiful day as well for the replay. It was the coach, Bitsy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, I haven't talked to him. He
5: functions. was bombed out after all,
3: <laughs> you won the long no, game? No, he was there another year, but that was, oh, was, that was a, a disappointing one, yeah. So I actually don't have much of a history with Mayo. I'd say I came on 11 when Gooch got that unbelievable goal. Do you remember? He did, mm. the, he did oh, the dummy yeah, hop yeah, and yeah, outside yeah, the left and South yeah, yeah. corner in Crop was unbelievable. Obviously, we had 14 and then 17 I was dropped for that game. Okay. So I was petty with the history with Mayo. Like, it's the big game
1: now. 14 the replay that we're going to get stuck into with Keith Higgins a little later because I don't know if you've all watched it back I put the link up on Twitter it is one of the most epic jewels. it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous Higgins roast you <laughs> like, he, was, he was obviously one of the finest defenders of a generation but I have to be fair to you you kept going and as you always say James you only need
3: one moment you only need one ball Now just had a bit of like 30 that day <laughs> well I lost 28 of them You yeah. <laughs> only need one ball to go your way thing
1: is though, there shouldn't have been a replay that day, James O'Donohue missed a sitter the first day, after pulling Kerry back, oh, yeah. he misses a sitter in the last minute. I did. was
4: well, well, everything else that's i will surely
1: afraid of that.
3: Surely afraid of well as James O'Donohue fathes it. Right man, right place from Kerry, he's going to pull the trigger, he's going to score! No he's not! Into oh. the
2: we're wearing gloves as well. Yeah, it's pissing
3: rain. It's pissing rain. Oh it's pissing rain. You could you have a assist with that hmm? all. Someone pulled their hamstring just there. It is, that's Higgins. No, someone pulled their hamstring wearing 24-5. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Paddy, was, like, a big thing
1: for us in the football pod, and it's always been brilliant throughout, is that we have two of the finest forwards from a decade of football. We had it with yourself and Andy. We have it now with yourself and James. So we can analyse shooting quite well. I can't ask you any questions when it comes to defending, but shooting wise,
3: was that a bad miss? Mm. Catastrophic.
5: <laughs> it's an open goal. You're in the D on your left foot.
3: I know. How would you miss that? I know. It was a sitter. But like, that was to win it as well, because like two minutes yeah. before, we were down four points. Maybe yeah. five minutes before, down four yeah. points. Yeah. And we got back, and the kick out went long. We broke it, and everyone is knackered. You can see everyone is just hanging on by a thread. I, who is that yeah. that falls and pulls a hamstring at the same time? Can we we slow it down here now, though? Because there's one moment I want to pick out.
4: Hold
1: on here, Paddy. Hold on, hold on now. See the man at the post there? Can everyone see that at the post? Hands out.
3: On the 45?
1: On the 45. By the left-hand post, not the right-hand post. Let's roll it and watch him run towards James (laughs) O'Donoghue. Because we picked this up the other day. He runs for James and he misses it. Now, we have a couple of photos here of what was actually said. (laughs) Declan (laughs) O'Sullivan.
5: Now, I have a feeling... <laughs> I hold if he kicked the ball, the leg would have went further with those bandages. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He'd have had to fist it over from where he was, because he couldn't swing a leg at the time. He, he was, about he, 60,
5: was he was 60 yards behind you.
3: Yeah, no, he well, wanted... Um, was he saying give it to the shooter? <laughs> the shooter? It's like this. He did. He wanted the outside to write it. But no, this is where it is for me. If you miss... Everyone can say it was the wrong decision. Right. So I think that it was the right decision to shoot it, but obviously I missed it. So mm. I knew that I was going to be in for a bit of trouble after it, regardless. And if anyone was going to give it to you, it Declan. was going to be Declan. Like, he
5: badly. So. Was he what? Brogan was doors with us. Was Bro- he? Brogan, Brogan would be off the pitch, and he's still calling for the ball. I like. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, was on. I was like we were taking off about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> he was like, he'd be like that. Like, he'd be like, he was 20 yards behind you. And he like, kicked the ball.
3: Like. But you can see, I'm devastated here. And he is only rubbing it in. He's <laughs> not making me feel
5: any better here. Do you remember what he said? He's like Donny Vaughan there or something, giving you a play.
3: He used to say, in fairness, Declan was like an unbelievable leader. Mm. Like, such an unbelievable teammate. But if you did something wrong in his eyes, it was the end of the world. Like, it was near the end of your relationship. So right. he's just shouting, James! <laughs> James! <laughs> like, I don't think he's even saying, you should have passed it to me. He's just shouting my name. But I know, I know what he means. Okay, He thinks I should have passed it them. And I'm sure it was all fine with you afterwards. Mm, With Declan, it would take... I'd have to mend the relationship. We probably had a couple of those. But uh, that particular one, it's actually funny you say that because that didn't get any better for a while. Because I'd say that was on the Sunday. Yeah. And the replay was on... Saturday. Saturday. In Limerick, obviously. The Anyone in
1: Limerick that yeah.
5: day?
1: Is Mayo make here? <laughs>
3: I've seen him getting carted out there. Outside. <laughs> yeah. He's been thrown out already. Yeah. Uh, so we're at the replay then the following week. Are you chapped so we train. We train once on the Wednesday. Okay. And everyone on the panel knew it was like, James and Declan are after having a bit of a thing here. Like, it was so fucking awkward. Like, so <laughs> I was just trying to mind myself. I knew at the time that I missed it. So it was my issue, my yeah. fault, but... Declan just hated me for until it was going to be made better, so we played on the following Saturday, and in the dressing room I'd always be kind of the last one to get ready. I was probably a complete Not pain in the really. Last prize.: Wasn't he
5: very <laughs> relaxed <laughs> when arrived here about four minutes ago? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was uh, walking around getting ankle strapping, maybe having a chat with fellas, and I decided this was in the dressing room with Limerick. I'd better get tugged off now, everyone else was in full kit. So I said, like, it really now. All I had to do was literally put on the shorts, put on the jersey, put on the boots, and I'm ready to go. Right. I didn't kind of mess around. So I went over to the, to the bag. Everyone is saying, come on now, lads, replay. I was like, yeah, come on, lads. I turned to the bag, and I opened up the bag, and no boots inside of the bag. <laughs> and. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, no, not today of all days. Please not today, especially after costing us the game last week. Yeah. Like, it's only a replay because I missed that. And would you not day. have a spare pair of boots, no? Oh, it's, 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 Some fellas would be bringing boots, spare laces, spare yeah, studs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spare boots, spare laces for the spare boots, <laughs> spare studs. I was basic. <laughs> okay. Like right boots in the bag. Backpack, like. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, boots in the bag. Make McCauley's job, yeah. So I was looking into the bag, and I was like... There's definitely no boots inside this bag. This bag was nearly empty, you no know? I was like turning it upside down, seeing as it's underneath. And I was like, oh, God, please look away, back in, no boots. I was, <laughs> were I was, like, I'm going to have to... I left him in the car in Killarney. So I was going to go have to go around the dressing room five minutes before we went out for the warm-up in all our semi-final replay. Do you have a pair of boots? Spare <laughs> boots? Do you have a pair boots? And... So I was like, oh, God, this is fucking terrible. And next thing, all I hear over my shoulder is, oh, oh, what's wrong? <laughs> I was like, please don't be Declan. Please don't be De- Declan. Declan, to yourself, there it is. And I was like, oh, God. He said, what's wrong? I said, I'm after forgetting the boots. And he, he took off his boots and he gave me his boots. In fairness, like, it was an unbelievable act because he had to put on, like, probably boots he's never worn, or do you know, you'd be yeah, fairly yeah. superstitious about a pair of football boots, so. Fair play to yeah. He gave me the ones off his feet. That's unreal. Because I was starting, and he was on the bench, and he said, off you go, and like, he didn't mention how much of a fucking idiot I was or anything, you know, because I felt terrible, like. Okay. Like, if Fitzmaurice had known that I'd forgotten the boots, he wouldn't have let yeah. me onto the field, like, he'd have been You'd have been Do you know what? I'll give you till half time to find him. And Barry John, you're starting. Like, that would have been the case, like, which been? and it would have been understandable. Yeah. So I was like, oh, th- thank you so much, and we were fine then after okay. that. And were you rattled by that?
1: Because you obviously go on to score two penalties,
3: four ah, threes. I was so relieved that it gave me a boost of about 50%. Wow. Yeah, no, it was, I dodged an absolute bullet. Some story.
5: Yeah. Paddy,
1: you never forgot anything like that, did you? The oh, I was roll. always
5: prepared now, yeah.
1: But you'd have your boots <laughs> prepared for you.
3: AOG used to pay for all our boots. <laughs> <laughs> this got me a long night, isn't it like? Yeah, yeah. Would you have the gear set out for in the restroom across part? Oh we're
5: glad we to put the gear on us. <laughs> it's great. I never know what you joking. Yeah. it on there. So we good.
1: we have a great show ahead. We are gonna get our special guest out tonight, Coro Donovan. I'm sorry sorry, Keith Higgins. <laughs> in a short while, sorry about that. <laughs> on that. It's Emma McCarran. You've never been caught out in a catfishing scandal, have you? No. Really? He was the catfisher.
3: <laughs> James? You have. I wasn't. I wasn't. Ah, come on. It's the likes i heard of I checked, the, the, most. I checked like, the messages for Cora, whatever it was. <laughs> no, no, never. Okay. I was involved in one small incident, right. which was right. social media based, It's not girl related or anything, but. What? It's not d- woman-related. Are you sure we can tell this? Uh, you tell me what story am talking about? You go for it. Okay, okay. I'll <laughs> let you off it. go on. So I was new. I was new to the panel, right? I must have been 2011, 2012. So I was unknown, basically, and um, I was sub in 11, came on a couple of games, just finding my feet in 12, and we lost. So kind of the new fellas were getting a bit of heat. This is Donegal. We lost to Donegal. Donegal won the All Ireland. Yeah. So they beat yeah. us in beat? the quarter final. I think they beat Mayo in the final. All right, okay. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Sorry, I interrupted. Uh, but so that was fine. We were getting a bit of heat. But I had this friend that I was hanging around with, still a good friend of mine. And uh, we were hanging around at the time. And every so often he'd ask me the most random questions. Like he, he'd ask me, James, how, how do you spell your mother's maiden name? And I was like, right, whatever. I'd tell him, I'd say, it's Linen, so I'd spell Linen. Then a week later he'd ask me, That dog you had, was that your first pet? <laughs> what was that dog's name again? I tell him it was Rex or whatever.
5: Rex? Funny. Rex.
3: <laughs> not not the hardest one. Rex or wrong. And then he'd go, the street you're living on, have you always lived there, or do you have a different first street uh, that you lived on? So I was like, His name was Dennis Sheehan, I said, Dennis, will you fuck off and stop asking me stupid questions. But at that stage, I'd given him like seven or eight answers to these very personal questions. But we had an element of trust. But at the same time, we had a relationship where you could fuck each other over. (laughs) And you'd expect the same back. So we lost to Donegal, and I was working in the bar at the time, my grandfather's bar. uh, Lindhands in Killarney. So I was in bed one of the days after we lost to Donegal. And next thing, my uncle comes barging in the door, going, James, get up, get up. What are you after doing online? Were you out last night? I said, no, I was working last night. Get up and check. He didn't even know what Facebook was at the time, right? But I had, it was after getting Facebook hacked. Okay. So we lost to Donegal. I was getting a bit of heat, no problem. But my Facebook status read, Jesus party was right. Kerry supporters are fucking animals. LAUGHTER <laughs> Yes. I swear oh,
1: God. to God. Yes. How, how long, I, like, how long yeah, is
3: that up for? It was up for, I'd say, a day, maybe. So I'd gone to work. I don't oh. even know what phone I had in 2012. Well, like, it probably, oh, probably should be yeah, phone. Yeah, you, yeah, weren't you weren't getting sponsored stuff. Like <laughs> oh. No, God, no. So I let, it was up there for like a night and maybe a day. So I went to log on. My Facebook password had changed. Okay. So I was like, how am I going to log in here? So eventually I got around to check the comments, like all the comments were like, you're on the panel of wet week and you think you're the man already. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I was like, oh my God, I am so fucked here." So I actually, one of the county board members actually rang me and goes, James, you want to report this to the guards? So I was like, I didn't know who it was, I didn't know what had happened as far as I was concerned, it was completely random. Uh, Someone just got my password. And there wasn't many instances of that at the time. Do you know like now, if someone left their Facebook on, you'd hammer them on it. But at the time, it was kind of new. Like So people 100% thought it was me. Like. So I went to the guards, reported it. And about two years later, I'd say, uh, we were sitting in after a club game. He was on the club team as well, Dennis. We were chatting away. Next thing, About 20 of us in the room, all close friends. And they knew how much of a hard time I got over that. And the, the room was quiet. And next thing, Dennis goes, do you remember that Facebook hacking you got there two years ago? <laughs> That was me. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone was like, as if it's going to kick off here. And then the whole room just burst out laughing. Like, he played this serious long game. He must have asked me questions for eight weeks (laughs) to (laughs) get the Facebook password and absolutely do me. But then he knew it caused way too much of a stir to admit straight away. Two years he lasted on it. Oh, it was... It was quality. It was a good one, but I actually still own one back over it, I think. Yeah, you'll get him back.
1: Paddy, you were famously pranked by your Dublin teammates. I think a lot of people would have heard the story by now. We might be rolling the video a little later in the intermission. <laughs> you turned up to Jim Gavin's house with a bag of cans.
5: <laughs> it's never the same after that again, really, it? it? was always up against it after that one, yeah. yeah. Barged past his wife or his daughter, was it? Uh, no, wife, it was Jennifer. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It was more like... Would you have that culture in the Dublin dressing room? Would you be messing with each other? There was a bit of that now, yeah. I think it's the same across the board. I'm sure Keith will have the same. Like, mm. but it was more just specifically like Jim like, like We're playing Kerry in three weeks. You are not to go out. And I was like, Jim, no problem. <laughs> I go, I'll train right now. I'm ready to go, three weeks. And the second you get on the bus with the lads, it's bank like holiday weekend as well, like, like this weekend. Yeah. And, uh, and the lads are like, we're out. And I was like... We're out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 36 hours later arriving over to the house like and I was like it fucking looks very quiet here now this ring a Mick where are you? he goes we're all out the back just barge through there sister's there at the he, door might, he sent you the address didn't he? yeah yeah so knock on the door this woman opens the door and I'm like still looks very quiet like where are the lads of <laughs> back crate of cans like just there was no going out of this one uh, <laughs> there's no party here. I was ah, oh, no. Talking to Michael Darley, like, they're out the back. He said, no, there, there's no party here. And like, literally like fucking pushing you out the door. Like. So I was like, right, fair enough. Back down to the driveway, put the cans on Jim's fucking pillar, like. Ring Mick, oh, Mick, where are you? And he goes, oh my God, that's my sister. I told you, don't mind her. Just barge her out of the way. Like. <laughs> so after that, like, and not at, at any second does it cross my head. I'm being had here, like, that's 36 hours a share you would do that to you. And I, like, definitively march back up. I'm, like, nearly, like, Ernie kicking the door in, like, <laughs> and she opens the door again. I was, like, the lads are out the back. I'm, like, hold those cans when going out. And she goes, Paddy Andrews. I was, like, yeah. And she goes, this is Jim's house. And, like, I'm, like, halfway in the corridor. <laughs> like, what? She goes, this is Jim Gavin's house. He's upstairs, will I get him? And you know when he just sobered up like that? <laughs> I literally, I've never moved as fast in my life before or since. Uh, literally just ran out the door. No, no, Jennifer, you're all right, don't get him. <laughs> Legged it up, she left the cans there, It was a waste. <laughs> uh, got to the bottom of the driveway and rang the lads and they're all around the place called The Orchard in Raffarnham, booze around the corner and there was roars, like, <laughs> like the whole boozer was in on it. So I still didn't go home, got taxi around <laughs> to the orchard and arrived in, King's Chair stuff, yeah. There you go. But, uh, that was fair to God, that one. Like. Yeah.
3: How would you go training on the Tuesday after that? <laughs> we
5: went training on the Tuesday and it was like, everyone knew, obviously. Did he know? Um, yeah, I was, he was looking down the fucking stairs at me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was definitely a full set pyjamas man as well. <laughs> that, that. <laughs>
5: uh, uh, he was, we were playing these fuckers <laughs> in the semi. We won that one, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're <laughs> rising train on the Tuesday and the lads are giving me... uh like, you're under pressure here, Wolf. And I was like, fuck, I know. Still have to fear it. Like. And he called a meeting before training. And I was like, no way. <laughs> I'm literally gonna get drop kicked out of DCU off the panel again before we play E lads, not a dicky about it, never said a word, it was like we're doing this and training tonight, uh, blah blah blah, trained away, played all the games after that as well, Like so it was good. The scary. first time he actually spoke to about it lads, that was 13, I got married there a few months back, still married. Congratulations. Congratulations. Easy isn't it? Congratulations. Um, and he was at the wedding and one of the lads told that story at the wedding and it, the first time. Nine years later, actually had a chat with him about it. It Never said a dickie ever since. There you go.
3: Jesus, That's good management though, because he could have.
5: Great management, (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, It was, very grateful for that
5: one, yeah.
1: Yeah, well we are going to be talking a lot of football tonight, lads. We have the good stories out of the way. We have a big legend, and I want you to give a proper Mayo welcome for one of your own, Keith Higgins. (laughs)
0: Give <laughs> me. We take Keith. good man.
1: No. Can we look at this for a second? Keith, can you stand up for one second, there, please? No. Because you have <laughs> you have not retired. Keith's obviously still hurling for Mayo. You're in unbelievable shape. Yeah. Not sitting on about the two
0: boys, but you're just. Looks can be deceiving, Tommy. Yeah. I was you talking know.
1: to a buddy of yours earlier on. I won't say his name. Andy Moran, <laughs> and he said will you tell Keith that he never caught me in the record Mayo appearances? But then he said, and this is actually ridiculous, Keith actually has about 250 appearances in the Mayo jersey when you combine the hurling with the football. And I just think that is absolutely remarkable. So just a round of applause for that, please.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I was wondering where you were going with that story when you started off with Andy Moore and said he never caught me. I think everyone's caught Andy Moore now. He's not the, <laughs> on the earth, so Speed merchant. Yeah. You're very welcome. Thank you, yeah. It's nerve-wracking coming up now with these two boys the side of me. Would you A lot stop? Of bad memories. Interrogation. Mm. I don't I think
1: you, collectively you may have bad memories, but individually you must have good memories. You roasted the
5: two of them at different times. Oh, Jesus. We've been too there, and to no, I think. Zippy, I just stayed away from it. <laughs> <laughs> I was slower than more than. You stayed on. One,
1: <laughs> you marked him in fifteen, didn't you? When you had that super game against Mayo, you kicked five points.
0: Thanks to uh, me, yeah.
5: We, I, I don't think we weren't. I
0: was on you for a while, right, yeah. A couple
5: of minutes. But mm. well, we always moved around, and you'll see, you see, particularly in modern football, it's not, it's not like ten years ago, where was like man to man forwards kind of move around. We would have done a lot with Dublin that you might have been on for five minutes and then you'd be over and Khafreki'd be on you, or Boiler would be on you as well, so it was rare enough that you'd be set. Well, now you two lads, that's why it's so nearly famous, mm. the battle you guys had, that, uh, that you'd be on the same guy for 70 minutes. No one paid that much attention to me, it was great, like, so I used to try and drift into the spaces. That's what happened when you were slow lads, you had to try and find <laughs> spaces, so... We,
1: uh, we might have a look at that battle, just to remind people if they haven't seen it in the last little while. Just the jewel, the Keith Higgins Two carry James men up front. Here's one of
0: them. James O'Donoghue. Keith Higgins with one. it. Good challenge by Higgins. O'Donoghue. I'm not going it. to come over oh, here. Jesus. Roll back. to the penalties. Looked impressive
3: in the opening quarter an hour. Here's James O'Donoghue. Okay, that's a good point. I like that. That's, that's it all.
0: This wasn't in the original. O'Donohue. I needed that. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not in the original. I <laughs> didn't okay that one. Here's the man. For
4: James O'Donohue. Marty's
5: loving it. Oh, hand pass here.
3: Oh, Jesus, Jesus
5: Christ.
4: This
5: is like junior. To be fair,
3: it was turnover in central in the game. Like, in general. I can see that. <laughs> Started by me. Now lock. came gave me a call
1: earlier and said, will you get on to him later on about this? The next one coming up, hold on. To get you are unlucky, Keith, there with that block. He
4: needs
1: and the worst soccer no, one, that one. No, it's not that one either. That's unbelievable. We block that, you the that stage one stage as well, after yeah. right. okay, uh, There you go. That's Vaughan, was it? It's over to bar. What was going through your head at half time, James? Because he obviously had you in the first half.
3: Yeah, no, I. <laughs> oh, oh. Penalty. Stone, what?
0: Don't get me started on that. <laughs> Respect, Rev. Respect, Rev. What are you saying there to the referee, Keith? Var. <laughs> uh, yeah, go to Var on that one. Cormac
1: Riley, good mead, man.
5: Who's a net? Is it Henley a net?
1: Yeah.
3: Now, look at this for that. Ah, surely for... Yeah.
5: <laughs> this is... That this is, is car crash stuff.
3: <laughs> In
1: fairness to you, keep going, though. Go tackle. Oh, yeah. that's, a go. that's a black. That's <laughs> a black. You didn't there go... hat. Yeah there you go. Do you know what though? They that all let like up. A... They
3: all let up. You'd watch that football though I'd watch that. Oh, geez. like he gave Paddy a
5: <laughs> the leg. Now we get a
3: replay for that. Wait, huh?
5: You huh? nearly broke your neck there.
3: No,
1: hold on. Wait for the next one.
5: So, what is it? Your point of? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was an awful man for that him and Killian, two of them. No. never tackle O'Shea. What's
0: going on? Is this a bit of a Keith? Can you talk to us about your tactics here? What's going on there? <laughs> There's no tactics at that stage. Um, I don't think it was that occasion, it was the drawn game. Yeah? I think you had, you had a collision with Aiden as well in the drawing game, I think, and you went down, holding the broke, shoulder. I broke my chest bone. You did, yeah? And, uh, <laughs> I swear you were down that long. Down that I, long. I swear on. to God,
3: I got a fracture on my sternum. You're only a little yeah. fella though. Yeah. you am down for about seven or eight <laughs> minutes,
0: anyways. And Eventually, you got up, and everyone's awful concerned about you, and the ref was standing there. And <laughs> you got up, and you go, what's the story there, ref? I don't That's know cool. who was in the first thing, he just goes, this big gone. man against a small man, he goes, the big man won. <laughs> and next thing, the book just goes, I you 100kg. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: uh, like...
0: And I'm there in the middle of
3: the semi and just going Jesus. like Can I, actually I actually hear that? that. I was taking the piss there. Yeah, <laughs> I knew well you
0: never KG.
3: <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I was going through in the learning semi final anyway fair play to him. Yeah, Aiden got a good laugh out of that as well the time first. So. Paddy, oh, the big
1: thing that stood out there was the <laughs> it was chaos like it was one on one. It was jewels, yeah. it was matchups. Yeah. Oh. You watched that game, didn't you? Because you
5: were playing Donegal the next day. Yeah. Was it was this, yeah. Um, that was a Saturday, and we played Donegal on the Sunday. And, uh, so, we had two games played before you played? It's your AIG summertime for Russell. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a reckless, like, again. Yeah. <laughs> now, we'd, uh, I remember watching it on the Saturday night, and I normally wouldn't have watched a lot of games. I don't know what you lads were like when you're, when you're playing. When you're growing up, obviously, it's, uh, you're a massive fan of Sunday game, everything like that. But when you get into playing it, particularly at the level we go, it was very, very serious stuff. You spend all your spare time out of work, at training and analysis and stuff like that, that you didn't really watch other games. We completely would have stayed away, not not against the the Sunday game room, just would not have watched a lot of games, because we knew if we were playing, you guys, for the three weeks leading into that game, we'd be all over everything. So the spare time you had, you weren't watching. GAA, so that was a rare enough one that, that we watched that game, and I remember it was like we were delighted e would won because we knew we didn't rate you like, really? <laughs> no, no, we didn't. We were more. We thought we just away, and that was early in our battles, like. But with the thirteen final, where you lads, Jesus, you obviously could have beaten us, and we just you were well suited to us, whereas we thought we'd. It would be alright Not a hope. Not a hope. Not a When's the last time you met Dublin Championship? 80s, <laughs> is it? Bland was still playing. Um, <laughs> but uh, but we watched and, and he won and then we were going in thinking we were playing Donegal or Donegal or Brutal at the minute. So it was the only time in our whole thing where we, where we, we were complacent. Hold on a second. Mm. Did you go into that game thinking Donegal Galler Brutal? Yeah. Uh, we, lads might say it was, but we so were. Was two we-
3: ratings you got wrong. Us and Donegal. LAUGHTER
5: <laughs> We made up for it for the next six years, but, uh, <coughs> but no, we, we were we were complacent. And I just remember watching that game and thinking that's probably not great preparation to be watching. It was an amazing game, though. It was. it was just an occasion. Like um, I uh, I should have asked, is there any dubs here? Of the reef. We'll meet you later. <laughs> there you
1: go. <laughs> James, the yapping, the bit of personality. Would you let that come out in the pitch? No. You're lying. He's lying to your and face. That, You're that, lying.
3: That. Would you not be mouthing a bit? No, I don't think so. I'd never. I'd be too. I'd be too distracted by everything anyway. Do you know, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. My concentration probably was poor, okay. which actually led into probably a little bit of success against someone like Keith. where I could be turned over, <laughs> and I'd never forgotten about. Okay. By the time the next ball came around. which time, is like, yeah. it's so. It's such like an important trait that you teach fellas now, but I just had such poor concentration that. I didn't even remember the, the turnover. So did you I, don't, I don't think I ever even. <laughs> got, I did don't you? think I ever got like
1: yappy
0: did, with anyone. Did
1: you get that sense,
0: marking a fella like James that? Yeah, you knew he was kind of a free spirit, all right. Like, <laughs> you know, you go wrong talking that to a referee in the middle of a game. You knew, but yeah. Um,
1: what was although, it like being tasked? To, he's obviously Footballer of the Year, but he's in really good form coming into that
0: game. You were flying yourself. What's uh, it like being tasked to go man on man in him? I wasn't actually flying. I wasn't having a great year in fourteen. Actually, like. Okay. Um, it it's funny, I remember the week before the drawing game, um, we were at training, we were just kind of finishing down training, kind of warming down, James was kind of going around the group, and I just said to him, I said, what's the plan for next week for the matchups?" He goes, oh, I don't know yet, why? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's a very good I, I said, what's the story of the matchups ups with the Dunahoe? He goes, I don't know yet why. I said, I wouldn't mind to go like. Okay. And that was before the drawing game. Obviously, we went out in the first half of the drawing game, where we were kind of I was marking them, but Tom Kniff was doing a sweeper, and it just yeah. didn't suit yeah. us at all. Why,
1: why was that? Were you doubling up, or was it the way that Kerry set up that day?
0: No, I think we were doubling up. Okay. Which was kind of unlike us at the time, but yeah. um, just he was in such good form, I suppose. But it didn't suit us the fact that we obviously we gave them an extra man. I think David Moore kicked a few mm. long-range points in that first half, and yeah. then obviously with Lee getting sent off, it just it just meant we'd know the choice but to go flat out for it in the second half. And but that, that
3: probably so suits into it's, our hands. Yeah.
0: When he, when he dropped the man back. Yeah, yeah.
3: Because even when he went down to fourteen,
0: and he had to go man-a-man you turned the tide. Mm. But that suited us because a lot of the time we were played our best was when games were a bit chaotic, like oh, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that kind of type of game suited us. So the second half suited us that day and then obviously the game in Limerick was just chaos always, from start to finish. We to always say playing you like, used wanted chaos. We
5: would yeah. we'd actually use that phrase where it was like, he's went man to man with us and we always, we played poorly against you because you not many teams set up man-to-man against us yeah. in those games, and it was so hands-on. It was so physical. No, no, Melton really. I don't remember much on Ireland. I know the other end was probably hectic with our defenders and and your forwards. But uh, but we were always trying to try and stay in control. Yeah. Mayo, if the game breaks up and they get a running game going,
0: we're going to be. Yeah, like it wasn't a conscious thing to make a chaos, but that was the way James wanted to play was high pressing, high in tempo. Yeah,
5: but we, we it was conscious for us. It was conscious for us after I'd say 13 we were bad, fifteen, obviously both games, the end of the first game and then the, the first half of the replay as well. And we were like we were under pressure, like because you were just taking us out of our comfort zone not many teams would have done that against us, they would have said drop sweepers back and give us the ball, that was never going to work against us, but we always had so much trouble with egos because it was chaos, and we would have used that phrase, like, just try and stay calm. And The games always were manic. Always. But you
3: know, the Mayo crowd feed into that as well though, yeah.
5: He's
3: Ma- whenever <laughs> but whenever you play Mayo, if there's a turnover, yeah. like the crowd just <laughs> yeah, it yeah, goes yeah. from the floor up and you can see everyone individually on the Mayo team getting a boost yeah. and if they get a score off a turnover it's like a double whammy it's like the octaves go up in noise and intensity whereas if you look at this year with Galway they completely killed the game mm-hmm. and stopped any turnover there was a foul so that was that noise gone Man. and any score they kind of went down injured or wasted time there Whereas with Mayo like, I think if you give Mayo a run on you, you've no chance. Yeah. Because think, it's just the emotion, Sar- the intensity. Saturday's gonna
5: be the same. Yeah. What do you think yeah. Monaghan are gonna do on Saturday? Banty, like they're the, one of the most experienced teams. I know Horan's been around the block and the, a lot of those Mayo
0: lads have been. Yeah. But like Monaghan are hard work to play against Like. Yeah, the ball will be out to play. Yeah. It's in play. Oh. yeah. But even you mentioned that, in like in, those looking ahead too much, but if you look at Mayo last year, like in the kind of final against Galway, semi-final against Dublin, the first half of both them games. Bad. Dublin were in control, goal were in control, right. and the game was kind of played their tempo. In the second half, then when Mayo had to come out and raise the tempo of mm. it, turn into a bit of yes. chaos, you know, they the turned the two games over, so... Yeah. It's well, a
1: when we look at, just very quickly, because we're not going to get stuck on Derry-Dunny Goal, because I think we all sat through enough of that last week. I don't think it was as bad as it was made out, but the one thing that stood out when you compare it to this game, the amount of kicking. Like, the big thing about James and yourself and that, there's so many clips there in that two-minute video, He got so much ball. There was so much kicking going on back then. Mm. it's not happening at the minute.
0: Would you, do you ever wish that you were born with a northern accent? (laughs) (laughs) Couple of sweepers around you? I'm living with a girl from Donegal, so that's bad enough at the moment, but uh, (laughs) she's there. there? Um, (laughs) So yeah, look, it's just the way the game has gone. Like, I mean, there's no, like you look at them two games and you watch a 14, 15 men behind the ball, like it's, it's just a different game. I feel like it's different.
1: I feel like you loved the one-on-one, though. On
0: like even the way that you went up the horn and said, "I, I fancy going, James." I think most cornerbacks like that are. Football. I think Philly was probably like that as well. You know, I think Philly just of went big. forward. He was yeah. the solidly. <laughs> so, but most, he was all right. like, <laughs> you kind of hate being stuck marking the best person, but in a way, you kind of want to do it because it's a responsibility, isn't it? Yeah, and like you hate that term, what oh, brings out the best me. But like you want actually challenge yourself, I suppose. And it was just. Do you know, in a way it's in a no situation, you know, he does well. He's footballer of the year. If you do well, you're a great man. Yeah. But isn't it you know? isn't it
5: <laughs> yeah. genuinely like for cornerbacks, it's it's hard to get limelight or credit. It's always forwards kicking scores or whatever it might be. Whereas if your task is a man marker mm. and you take their main guy out. Like Chris McCaig at the minute. That's, that's like the, the respect your teammates have for you because it's not an easy gig. It's so special. Couldn't I, think of anything worse. <laughs> I, <laughs> to have to have it, I did it on the Gooch for about 10 minutes. It was <laughs> car crash stuff yeah. in 09. If yeah. anyone doesn't realise, Paddy. Who Andrews was in the other guy. corner? Sorry, Tommy. Who You're was okay? in the other corner? Defender. Or yeah, and forward. It was. You had full forward line of Gooch, Tommy Walsh, and. Danny. Danny. Oh, Twin Towers, yeah. I think we had like. Dennis Bastic, so to Dennis Bastic mark, and Tommy Walsh, Jesus. Brian Cullen Mark, and Donnie. <laughs> oh, <Jesus laughs> bro. We lost by 100 points, obviously. So, so you marked Gooch that day? Yeah. Keith, you've marked both
1: Gooch and James. Oh. Don't put me on the spot here, now. I just want to <laughs> say
4: that, one
3: is, thing. that is the most unfair soundbite.
1: I sense a boy coming. Give the audience
5: what they want, Keith.
1: Yeah. You, all, you all met Joe earlier on. Joe's going to be going around with the mic a little later. We're looking for questions from the audience. It's one of, been one of the big things we've always done on the football pod. This question comes in from a former teammate of yours, Kieran Donaghy. And he wants to know the difference between Colin Cooper and James O'Donoghue. How you'd mark them. Now, he did give me the answer. One was the Plus best the
2: player
3: of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, like he reckoned
1: reckon it was vision.
0: Because he's still sour at you for not passing a couple yeah, yeah. in that 14 replay. <laughs> um, like I didn't change the way I marked either, player really. I didn't. But it was just like he, obviously in 2014, like he was on fire. Like mm. his pace was probably something the Gooch didn't have, and he was a lot more direct than the Gooch. Right. So you see in them clips there, he got the ball, he was looking to take you on straight away. Where the Gooch get the ball, and obviously he's set his vision, he'll look up and he'll try and sell you a sidestep, or he'll look for that pass. Do you know? So there were there were different types of players. Um, and you wouldn't change your game. No. Still the same Keith Higgins, bombing forward. I wouldn't say going forward, but I was too, too fucking killed out trying to mark them, but I always just used to play in front anyways, like, that was just the way it yeah. was. Um, and regardless, of it, look, I got called plenty of times with the ball and over the top, but that yeah. was just the way I played. You always said the pace, you always said
3: the pace to get back. So if I got it over the top, you'd still get back. And the thing that used to catch me with you, a lot of defenders would, um, would wait to tackle you at some stage, right? But every time I hop it, or hopped it, You'd always have the hand in by the time I caught the ball again. Which completely un- un- unsettled the fella taking taking the man on.
0: Well, like I just think it's a no-brainer. Like, I mean, the one time you're not in control of the ball, yeah. It's when you have to hop it or take a solo. Mm. There's no point in me trying to tackle you when you're holding the ball in here because you know, yeah. you're not going to dispossess it nine times out of ten. You got it off
5: about nine times out of ten when he was doing that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: James then, just for a quote that you gave fresh after the game that day, you were buzzing obviously, and you said, you know, uh, speaking to the Western people James who said, it's always good to pit yourself against the best defenders in the country. Keith is an excellent player. At halftime, I was losing that battle and everyone was trying to give me advice and telling me what to do. But at the end of the day, you just have to go out again and have a cut at it. Can you bring us back to that dressing room at halftime? Do you remember that?
3: I who? do to an extent, like as I said a minute ago, my memory was very short. Like, I didn't mind losing the ball every so often. <laughs> and it, like, it was the way of <laughs> <laughs> it. was the way of the championship. Like If you lost it, you go again, go at it. Now, if you lose the ball, yeah. God help us, you're gonna be chasing for five minutes. Whereas against Mayo, if you lost it, you'd have a begin? good chance of winning it back, or else it would go over the bar wide fairly quickly, you'd have another chance. But when you're in the dressing room and everyone else thinks you've been bet out the gate in the first half, and they come over and they go, yeah, don't. Hey, next one no, next one no, stick at it. And I'm going like, what are you talking about there? <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you saying that to me? And it was that, it was the case of like, just you get, you get your chance, you get your chance. And I was sitting there going, my God, did it go that badly? And I was trying to go back over the chances. <laughs> but then I always have a mantra and I say it on the pod every single week, the forward only needs one ball. <laughs> and like for the defender to buy the dummy or maybe to foul you, or you know, to, to sneak a score, you're back in the game then. Whereas the defender needs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, th- do you reckon they weren't two penalties? Absolutely not. Oh, will you get out of town? You f- kicked the ground at one stage and you jumped up into the air six foot. Well, to be fair,
3: <laughs> I would say, I might have played for that one a small bit where I knew that- Finally. It <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
0: all coming out. Just no, scratch no, to no.
3: the surface. It it's different. You can, a, you can buy a foul in football. Yours was a dive. <laughs> what? Your penalty was 100% How do you, you embellished it like, no? I'm not I, blaming you. I'd never do that. Well, I, I think you can buy a phone. As,
4: well.
5: <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you shout for it, it's a dive, I think. I was in, like, Henley hadn't even touched me, and I was like, Morris Deegan, where is he? Morris, <laughs> oh, look at this! I was just trying to pav it to the net to get another goal.
3: Yeah, but, no, that's just, that's just the way it is. Like, sometimes, if, if a defender is sliding into the ball, mm. and you have a chance to shoot it, probably miss. Or if you have a chance to delay your shot, and let the defender slide through you. That's yeah. a decision you have in real time. It is like it is a it is a thing where you can play for the foul at times. F- fellas buy fouls all the time now. If you look at if you look at wing forwards, they do a little dummy and next thing you stick the hand in and they tuck it under the arm. Uh, referees are a, wise. W- referees are wise to that, man. You're a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> they are wise to it, but like you can still get away with you can still get away with it once it's not a dive. Like you can buy a foul. Like buying a foul is not a dive. I don't know about that now, James. We might have to come back to that in the pot another night. I don't know about that. You can buy a vote. <laughs> Anyone you in can't. the
1: crowd agree with me. To no, you can't. Just tumbleweed going across now. Daddy, you mentioned yeah. there you had your little jaunt in the defence for a little while with Dublin. It didn't last very long. Thankfully, oh. you found your place. Yeah. You did come up against Keith Higgins when he played in the forwards. <coughs> caused in forwards? Caused you a bit of bother in 11?
5: 13. 13. In 13, but playing 11, 13. You
0: were eating us up front in the first half, why did they move you back? Tom Kniff went off injured, it happened in three Kniff games before off. that, yeah, it happened quarter-final, Donegal semi-final against Tyrone. So we had O'Gara come
5: on, yeah. and Kniff got a bang, and you had to come back and mark, yeah?
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Fuck. You were an O'Gara? Yeah. It's not the worst thing about O'Gara towards
0: Hamstring. For Don't bring that bit up. 15 minutes. In wasn't 15 minutes <laughs>
5: and he was standing still and fucking marking him.
0: Is that true? Yeah. He was injured for the last five minutes. And... 25. No like, I
5: didn't,
0: not that bad. Like, I didn't know he'd and done his hamstring bad. Like, yeah. he was standing in the corner, fair enough, but like... Still, that's how he plays, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, but no, it uh, it's just, easy to say now you can just go balls out for the last couple of minutes when you're looking yeah. for the... But like, I didn't know he was that badly injured. You're not going to just leave a man there in his the own. No. But... Uh, that was before the
1: black cards came in as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a it tough was, game.
5: Wasn't it was the I year
1: beforehand. Hand, there was a couple of incidents. We Did you enjoy playing in the forwards? Uh, it,
0: uh, I, am I right in saying it? You only played there maybe once again down the line championship game. Played there in sixteen for a couple of games, but yeah. like, I wasn't the forward. Like, you know, I didn't know where Caused to havoc, You know, like I don't know why I was propped there in the first place, but like the way the game was at the time, like it was so open that there was there was no blanket defences, So if I got the ball on the half yeah. forward line, if I bit one man, the whole thing was opening up. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, so like. I suppose pace at that time was... Yeah. You'd nearly be goal. more dangerous breaking from the back. I used to prefer that, because like, you could see yeah, what I was going ahead, because I couldn't play the game with my back to the goal. Yes. Yeah. Do you know, I used to find it a lot easier coming from either cornerback or wing back, yeah, yeah. taking the ball going forward rather than trying to win yeah. it with your back yeah. to goal. So. But look, got a couple of
3: games out of it. That's the main difference, like, playing in the corner forward position, as opposed to like wing forward position. You see a lot of teams, and they, they play with maybe one inside forward and a lot of half forwards. Mm. To kind of come back, but the main difference is the inside forwards can play with their back to goal, yeah. and they, it causes more danger. Whereas like, if Just everyone wants to come off the shoulder, there's nobody actually winning it with their back to goal, like a Conal Callaghan, you know?
1: Yeah. We, uh, we have been hoping to get another special guest from Mayo here tonight, but thankfully, he's actually quite a good coach. Andy Moore and Leitrim are flying, so Andy couldn't make it down tonight, unfortunately. But he does have a message for the audience and our guests. We
3: can
2: have a look at hi all sorry i can't be there tonight um hope you're having a great night listening to the boys
5: listening to the stories Paddy and J- patty and james have loved the part over the year bit jealous as i've stated bit jealous james you're too good man uh, keep up the great work
3: absolutely loving the show at the minute zippy what a legend uh one of the best i've put on the jersey and still doing it absolutely amazing i i was telling tommy and patty over the years uh the, the stories that we had with Mickey Moore and John Morrison coming down
2: in the car from Sligo and me dragging you out after a couple of pints and eating gone off mints and stuff like that. So, listen, tell the boys a few of them stories. Uh, have a great one and all the best, lads. <laughs> <laughs> so.
3: He painted himself. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mentioned a little earlier that uh, we're looking for questions from the audience, so if you grab Joe in the next bit, we're going to take a break in a few minutes, so you can grab a pint and head to the toilet, and we'll come back with a match preview then. Joe will be going around with the mic, so if you grab him, Andy has very kindly given me a copy of his book to oh give away. Jesus now, if anyone in Mayo hasn't already got this book, I don't know what's going on. He's so, stockpiling it themselves, is That's from Andy. Keith Higgins, 06. I know from reading the book myself and from chatting to you here, Andy's book launched that... You may not have had a Mayo career at all back around then. There was a problem.
0: You were in college in Sligo with a load of Donegal books. Yeah, blame the Donegal lads. Um, It's hard work. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was a problem, but uh, (laughs) yeah, so I went down to Sligo in, was it 3 4 Yeah. And it was a small college, but it was a good crack. Um, Everyone enjoyed themselves, but in fairness, like I played Mayo minor in 2003, and 2004, being 2005, I just like I didn't think I was good enough. Like so I just didn't really have too much. Not that I didn't have an ambition to play for me, like, but I just didn't think I was good enough. So I was never really on the radar. So I was enjoying college life. I think, in fairness, only for Andy. Um, Andy's in Sligo as well. Andy was in Sligo as And is well. Andy enjoying college life? No. He's not, like, he's, a <laughs> <laughs> he's bred differently, like, you know, like, I don't know, in fairness to him, he, he did enjoy it, but, like, he was, he was always so motivated, like, yeah. you know, like, I mean, like, my first game for Mayo, which played Dublin a league game in 0-5, and yeah, Mahan was over the team, and he was over the under-21s as well, at, first, at the time, so playing Dublin on a Saturday night in Parnell Park, and he brought the under-21s to play a challenge game against Dublin the next morning, so... That was grand. I was thinking, right, be playing the 21 game Mm. on the Sunday, go to the the game on the Saturday night and watch it, and that was it. But one of my best mates, his 21st, was on the Friday night. So I thought, grand, we'll go in for an hour or two. We'll have a couple of bottles and we'll head off home because I won't be involved on the Saturday (laughs) night. A Couple of bottles led to a couple more and nightclub and then a house party around five or six in the morning. (laughs) Up the next day, got the bus to Dublin and just avoided the management on the way up on the bus. Down the back, a couple hours sleep. Get there was having the pre-match meal and the boys, senior boys are heading off then for a team meeting. I think right, back to the bed for a couple of hours here, next thing, I get the call, Keith, in with the meeting, I was like, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> There's Mahan. So, huh? There's Mahan calling. Mahan, yeah. So, Had he the shorts on?
0: Huh? It's February now. It's like, up here, yeah. Still, is, still the tan. Has he the tan at this <laughs> same? Yeah, yeah. Still looking as good as ever. But yeah, <laughs> on the subs for the senior game anyways. and you know, as pale as a ghost-like, and just expecting just to be there to make up the numbers, but 25 minutes in, David Heaney gets a dead leg, and oh. I got called to warm-up, and I was like, oh, this can't be happening. <laughs> this can't be happening. <laughs> so got through half-time anyways, and thinking he'd be fine, and came out in the second half, and he seized up again, so... Came on, and it was about five minutes into the second half, and... Who are you marking? Do you remember? I can't remember it. I remember yeah. all of it, to be honest, but... Um, <laughs> you should have forgot the boot. You should have forgot the boot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but like, that's just the way it was at the time, but, like... Yeah. Around that time, like I said, only for Andy was kind of in Sligo as well, and he'd be dragging into to gym sessions and dragging it down the road for training and making sure you're there to get a lift with Mickey Moore and the boys down. And, like, in fairness, yeah, he probably won't agree with it, but, like, I probably do owe him a lot, like, so. Would
1: I be right in saying the following year you're 21's captain?
0: Zero six, 6 yeah. Did you lead by example? On or off, I feel um, No, in fairness, like, that's, on 22, was a very, very good football team, but they also knew how to enjoy themselves as well, so, but then, like, it it was just different times back then, like, you know. I presume
1: it was very different then in the middle of the decade when you're chasing these boys.
0: So you got it out of your system back then? Yeah, I think come 2011, 2012, I think when James came in, he just brought a different kind of, I suppose, level of professionalism to it, like, there was, you still went out and enjoyed yourself when the time was right, but it was done when the time was right, like, you know. um,
1: 2011, 2012, you're probably still getting out of your system, are you? You're in DCU at the time?
5: I was in the Betty Ford clinic at the time, I think, yeah, uh, 2011. Yeah, pop-bombed me off the team. I was loving college life too much. Living, I lived in DCU... Uh, let's go crack now, yeah? <laughs> He's not saying too
0: much about that, is he?
5: No. Could have teed that one up. I'm trying to think what I can and can't say here. Um, no, it was this, I, I think it's across the board. Well, probably not as much with underage teams now, but back then, it got very serious though after that, didn't it? Yeah, but I, like, I think the quality got a lot better as well and the athleticism in teams as well. It's not like, you always, there's a bit of nostalgia. You look back to days gone by and you're thinking mm. it was better back then, but we were only chatting beforehand during lockdown. TG Carr were showing the, old, the older games. I think they showed our 13 final. And you're looking at it through the lens of today and the quality was really poor. Like it was Turnovers all the time, all the time. And back then in the 90s, like it was like, I think the Nordies led the chairs, didn't they, Armagh in '02 2 and Throne won in '03. 3 whereas a lot, of, a lot of other counties were still... Catching up. Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't as professional. It's still not a bloody professional sport, but, but back then you'd play a league game and you'd probably go on to beer for two days <laughs> like type thing, and that's, that was just the norm back then, and then it just got a lot more serious, and particularly, we're very fortunate, obviously the three of us were in we're in high-profile counties there. They're competing to, for the biggest prizes. And that, it just got to a stage where you had to leave that stuff behind. And I was probably late getting to the party with that. Mm. And that's why I would have, Pat would have had a couple of words with me about it. And I was just kind of thinking, i would be all right here because this is what it was always like. But the game was moving on. And I, even I remember, say, Jim's first year in thirteen and obviously it was the beginning of our battles that we'd have over the next seven or eight years, and it was like, you think it's so professional at that point. You're going, there's literally not another thing we could yeah. do <laughs> to improve this. And then by the time we were, I was retiring seven years later, that was like chalk and cheese. Like, there's always ways to, to, to improve, and it's it's still happening now. I, I do. I think we all agree, Like we're all obviously a bit older now, but the, the, the enjoyment factor is... I think it's waning across the board, and you see that when lots of players stepping away from teams. We had it ourselves, obviously, with a couple of high-profile guys in Dublin, and, and across the board because it's a massive ask, and there's lots of other things. Football isn't the only thing, but um, I think we we probably got the best of both worlds, didn't we? I think there's
3: a good trade-off between professionalism, but yet the camaraderie built up yeah. on these kind of nights out and things like that. Whereas at the moment. Just when I finished up last year, I remember we were after a Monster Final and we all went into um Torides and Killerne and there was fellas drinking coffee and eating protein balls. Where's your head out of that stage? Huh? Where's your head out of stage? Are you on the way out the door? You're on the vodka's where you vodka <laughs> and <laughs> a protein ball, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, like all the kind of the, the older fellas were still were drinking pints and trying to kind of get a bit of bit of crack on, whereas the mentality of some fellas is kind of like, and probably rightly so, park that onto the next one. But like there is definitely a balancing act. Mm. And at the moment, it's probably going, the, the, you're gonna lose fellas with the enjoyment. Because it's, it's, it is waning, like it is going. How did you find retirement from the football? I said it earlier really on, you're obviously still playing hurling.
0: Do you feel like you are retired? Uh, no, I think, like I finished up end of 2020, like, and obviously there was a big gap then from when the end of 2020 to the 21 season started because of COVID, I think it was April, was it? Yeah. So, it two or three months there where you're kind of just plodding along, you're kind of thinking, you know, you'll do a bit of work on your own, but you don't really do much like. And then when that season started, it was just non-stop week on week up until we finished with the club in November. So, yeah. like, it was probably busier than ever really. Like, and it's the same now. And look, that's the thing with the split season, whether it's, you know, people debate whether it's a good or a bad thing. But it, because the inter-county season is so condensed and the club season is so condensed, it's literally non-stop, like so. But look, my it, view on that will probably change once I just go back with the club full time. So you didn't miss the bubble of being in the Mayo camp for that
1: unbelievable journey for seven or eight years? Not
0: really, like there's, look, there's certain aspects of it you miss, like you miss being in there having the crack with the boys and like I never missed the training, but you'd miss nearly going training and having the crack as well, do you know what I mean? And mm. um, mm. I like, as we, as we were saying earlier on, like there's, once you're out of that bubble you're gone out of it, like it's just... Ruthless. Yeah, and you kind of have to have that mentality, because if yeah. you're still trying to live your life back in there, you're wasting your time, so... Yeah. so things move on, as, you realize big. as we said, you realise there's other things, and when you're in that bubble you think this is the only thing in the world. As soon as you get out of it, it's just like, life moves on. Yeah. You set the retirement blueprint last year, didn't you? Something, all something new every week.
1: Golfing, travelling, getting married. Living life, lads. Yeah. But
5: when you're in it, like, you have you've to pay the price. Do you miss uh, the bubble?
0: No. Couldn't fucking pay me to go back, like. <laughs> <laughs> they paid you long enough when you were there, I said. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's
5: gas, genuinely. We, we, were, we were chatting about this, because we're all semi-recent <laughs> retired, like, but. There's a thing, right? It's heavy going. Right, and you look at what, and Jimmy, you were talking, on. Like you'd love to kick a spinner on Crow Park again and go, yeah, everyone would love to do that. It's magically. just 10 months behind that. That doesn't just happen. And the price you have to pay to be successful and to play to your potential, because there's no point fucking around and not doing that. Because you'll annoy your teammates, you'll annoy your coaches, you won't be there very long. And you're not doing yourself justice. But you never, when you're, when you're in it, I never seen that as a chore. And we, do, we all would have done some horrendous training and made massive... Uh, sacrifice and missed family weddings and holidays, everything like, all that type of stuff for 10 months of the year. But the second that starts becoming a chore, get out of there. Get out of there. Because, and I I had it, funny thing, we were chatting about it, we played Mayo in the 2019 semi-final, and we were both, probably on our last legs, I think we both came on late in the game, and we won the game. We were obviously kind of the five in a row was the big thing for us. and We well, had a lot of time for Keith, and it just went up and shook his hand at the end, and it was just like, well, we won't be seeing you again, and you were like the same. And fucking six months later, two of we us were back again. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't, it it's like you couldn't could let lie. it go. But, but it was, it, look, it's a hard decision at the time because it's so personal. And you yeah. can have the conversation and go, he should be gone, or he should be in, or whatever it is, but it's, it's a massive part of your life. But, but my advice, if anyone asked me about it, when I had conversations with players, not just Dublin lads, but guys you, you'd know who might be stepping away, that, that was my trigger. When, when they're driving out the train and they're going, this is heavy going. I'd
0: rather, I'd fucking rather be at work type mm. thing. When it becomes a chore, that's the writing's on the wall. Like you never want to be out of it. Like, you always want to be there, stuck in the middle for as long as you can. But if you're a 25 or 26-year-old, when you get to 34 and 35 and these young lads fucking bursting by, you're like, it's bad for me. Looking in from the outside, I would have felt that you probably had another year, just the way you were and the way you played. Do you, did you, do you feel like that? <coughs> Possibly, yeah. You, you could have got through the year. Like, what type of an impact you've had in it is the other story. Like, So, yeah, you probably felt you could have stayed on for another year, but as Paddy said, you don't want to be hanging on there and getting niggles of injuries, and yeah. not starting, and struggling through training, and getting pissed off with everything. Because then, as I said, the whole enjoyment goes out of it. Mm. And you're no good to yourself, you're no good to the team, you're just getting through the year. So I didn't want to have a year like that, um, so I just said, yeah, I had, I'd say I had a year like that.
5: that. You had a Jimmy as well, but it becomes obvious. That's the thing, and these are all your mates, and the coaches, and if, if you're off, your body language, and you're fucking right, you get a knock everyone is what, everyone can see. I mean, if you're that close, you spend that much time together. Yeah, it's very noticeable. Did you struggle, James, before you I did.
3: I, I struggled, I struggled yeah. mentally like that. I was kind of going to training and I was like, how's my calf or how's my shoulder? And I was, like, I was thinking more about getting through it than actually enjoying it and maybe making an impact. So I knew I was like, I'm just going in here to get through. Which is never the level of of carry. you know. You have to go in there and absolutely explode if you can, and then AVB matches came up, and there'd be some young fella who'd be lifting, and you're hobbling on, you know, into mm. your position and kind of going, "Nah, this just is this just isn't right." So like, it's an awful mental struggle, <laughs> and there's a fine line between thinking, "Be mentally strong, battle on," and getting out at the right time. And I like a lot of fellas I know who've. who've giving it up, are still kind of bitter. They think they went too early, really? or it's hung on too late. If you can go at the right time, it's nearly as valuable as the other couple of years. You know?
1: you went mid-season. Was that the right time?
3: <sighs> I don't know. Well, now that we lost, I suppose that it was the right decision. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you were there though, Jimmy. Uh,
3: I, wasn't, I wasn't going to get any game time, and I wasn't going to prepare the boys. Okay. I thought it in my own head. So I was like, I, then you kind of get paranoid, you're thinking, these fellas know I'm not motoring at all, like, and you're only kind of a nuisance. So I was like, I have to get out here and get back to my club, at least kind of play with someone. That was where it went to for me. Like, I don't know how he got on with that, but the club scene is still very big down in Kerry, so yeah. I still had a, somewhere to go. I wasn't completely outcast, yeah, <laughs> yeah. with that good friend, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright lads, I think we're going to take a short break, uh, you've all been very attentive and thanks very much again to the huge crowd that's turned out here at the first, the very first Football Pod Live. We'll be back in about ten minutes time, so grab a pint, uh, have a chat there and we'll be back with a match preview. Thank you. <laughs> the Mayo Footballers, is it fair to say there was a bit of a buzz kill there about a month ago. Galway beating you. Six weeks. Six weeks ago. There was, a, it was nearly like a balloon getting deflated. Has the buzz come back, Keith? Or is there, am I right in saying I feel a bit of tension in the air going into this weekend?
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's, uh, obviously it's a lower disappointment after losing that game to Galway for a couple of weeks. Um, There's probably a lot of questions thrown around, but definitely the last two, two or three weeks, especially then since the draw was made, I think there is a lot of people just not sure where we're at, I suppose. Um, You just kind of get that sense, usually, the build-up to these games is a load of eagerness, the whole county's looking forward to it, but... I don't know, maybe I'm completely wrong, but it's just you get the sense that there's just that bit of not quite sure where we are at the moment, probably with all the injuries over the last few weeks as well, not quite sure who's gonna line out, so yeah, it's probably fair to say.
1: I don't think we were saying that about Mayo half through the league, lads. We were talking them up. I was down in Tralee that night, I feel like they were absolutely exceptional, against Kerry that night in truly possibly the best we saw of them. We were complimenting James Horn for again bringing through more young players. We were looking at
5: the dubs, and we were saying the dubs were finished. We weren't all saying that, but... uh, (laughs) Now, we we spoke about this in the pod, and... I'm surprised you're hearing stuff now over the last couple of weeks, and it is obviously very result-orientated, but... If you remember, Mayo went through a phase of... similar to what Dublin were going through with, with Desi, where there was a... An age there where there were seven, eight, nine, ten iconic players, not just fucking like top quality players, characters that were leaving the team, and Horan had to manage that transition. And Mayo got the back to back all-around finals. And okay, they didn't win them, and there's always a, a stigma around Mayo because that's building up, and the, you lose one, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But that's phenomenal work with the turnover of players to do that when they're in transition. And we were looking at the springtime and saying, Desi was trying to do this with Dublin, with the exact same scenario, there was eight, nine, 10 players who stepped away and they're trying to bleed in young guys at the top level and Dublin was struggling. And Mayo were flying it. we are thinking, Horan's doing it again here. Like. And I'd have massive time for Horan, like, from the outside, I don't know him, from the outside looking in, I think, it's a phenomenal job, and I, I'm surprised to hear that there's divisions, in the, like Mayor, are at their strongest when there's unity there, like, like James has said, and Keith, you obviously know, and you guys here, when the supporters are there, the players are there, Horan's there, the county, everyone's just pulling in the same direction, they're an absolute handful. And so I'm surprised to hear that there's that sort of, maybe not a fracture, it's too strong a word, and we're only speculating from the outside, but you do hear these things, that there's injuries, and maybe not, all, all's not well, but... Mayo made the league final, and you're thinking, that's serious going, we spoke about go after this game, and they threw their arse at it in Croke Park. It was a, What do you mean by that? It was a diabolical performance. You, you, watching from it, it was like they didn't want to be there. We spoke, and we're going, how could, you, how could you not? You've gone through, you've got to a league final, <laughs> The nicest way, in the, like, Mayo haven't won a lot of finals, like, why are you just throwing one away and it was like, oh, well, we don't want to show our hand against Galway. I can tell you now, Galway know what Mayo are going to do. Mayo know what Galway, you know each other that well, there's no master plan hidden in the background that we'll put out a kind of shadow team and we'll throw this league final and it'll be grand in three weeks' time. I just thought it was an odd approach and they were eviscerated by, by Kerry and Kerry were obviously a, top form at that stage of the season. And since that point, never mind the Galway game, that kind of just sat in there and we spoke about it. And then you get into the Galway game and the second half was, was car crash stuff. Points in 30 minutes of play. Obviously, Killian coming back was a massive plus because he's such a, an inspirational player and he takes heat off, particularly with Tommy, Tommy Connery being injured, and he takes heat off O'Donoghue, of but Missing guys like Paddy Durkin, Rob Henley, Ushi Mullen goes off injured then as well. Mayo don't have massive depth, but not many teams in the country across the board could afford to lose players of that calibre. And the second half performance was just a complete mirror image of the league final. It was like no ideas up front, totally flat. This was in Castle they, they had their 10 minutes though, and
1: it's still, like watching back that game, even... The last two minutes. They still probably could have caught Galway in the last 10 minutes. Yeah.
0: But that nearly goes what? back to what we mentioned earlier on is that, like, it, when it came to the last 10 minutes and you are five or six points down, you literally just have just to let go, like, and sink yeah. at it. Were you there? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I was going I was okay. for London at a hurling game, so I didn't even see <laughs> okay. it. No, but, okay. But, like, it goes back to my point earlier. Is like, the last it? 10 minutes. Did like, you watch it? I saw it the last 20 minutes of it, yeah. Kay. You did. thought they were flying it. Ah, huh? yeah. That's <laughs> a good chance. There. Just no, but again, it goes back to my point. that, like, Galway were five or six points up, cruising in their their structure set up. may were struggling to break it down, and then it was just like right, it's ten minutes to go here. You've nothing to lose. You just have to go balls out and attack this, oh. and maybe go sat back a small bit. But maybe again, it just turned into that bit of chaos for the last ten minutes. And <laughs> but Ross <it laughs>
3: Ross did that to Galway. Like when you like when they're when you're down enough. It's like being 2-0 down in a soccer match. You have to go for it. So you have to get at least two or three goals. Like If you're down enough, I don't give any kind of... Jimmy, any kudos the, the other team for, for having back, to come back. back a bit as well. Like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The other Probably team, are going yeah. to absorb it. Don't concede any goals and you'll chip yeah. the points. That's,
0: well, look, that's not hiding. Obviously, the fact that the rest of the game was fairly poor, but yeah, um, yeah look, there's, there's obviously questions there. Like I said, there's questions there after the league final, after the goal game, and look, I suppose, down through the years, Mayo going through the qualifiers, they have backed it up. Obviously the questions will remain to be seen until Saturday even whether they'll do it again and Does it does it feel like seventeen is a good example? I think he had did he
1: have ten matches in seventeen going through the qualifiers? Like you should have been yeah. caught, like you weren't.
2: Yeah,
0: we were looking against Dury, we were looking against Cork, Cork looking against Ross Common. And was the one co- thing I would say about that is Was there questions in the county at that stage? Were there people asking questions of what was going on? Possibly. I'll like, be honest, I can't remember, because as we mentioned earlier on, like, you were trying to shield yourself away from all yeah. that. Like, you're in this so-called bubble, not that you want to call it that, but mm. you're deflecting everything else away. Like, You're going to work, you're avoiding all the talk, you're coming home and you're training, you're playing the games week on week. So you're literally trying to stay away from all that. And that's no disrespect to the public, because obviously, as James said, we fed off a lot of that, but midweek are trying to stay away from it. Like, do you know what's
5: uh, so going Can I just ask? something? Obviously, a lot of Mayo fans here. What was your, beating Kerry in the league final, what was your reaction to that performance, or just the lack of energy from it? It was such an un-Mayo-like performance, and it just looked like they weren't asked about being there. Like, I would've thought that would've been a massive thing for Mayo supporters, to be Kerry in Crow Park. Was there disappointment? Was there, okay, we're playing the long game here, or what was the response? It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, It's incredible, isn't it? Like It's incredible, you're going... You're going. huh? <laughs> come back to me in about eight weeks <laughs> with that.
1: Just, Joe, you all know Joe, Joe Conroy. Joe's going to be going around with the mic. He's over there in the, on the right there. We are looking for a couple of questions in about 10 minutes' time. So I, I, I,
5: grab I just, Joe, put up your hand and grab I Joe. I just thought it was an odd thing. It was like you got to the league final. It was strange. It definitely like was strange. If, yeah. was we, knew,
3: we knew, we actually said it on the pod. Many yeah. of thought it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It was like... Horan does not give a shit about this league final because he tried not to get there. Because in the he, yeah, he, he play, played a strong yeah. team against Killarney, or in Killarney against Kerry, or in Trilly against Kerry. Then he played nobody against Tyrone. But is that not a little bit of him developing the players in the squad? There's a lot of young, like Keith,
5: you, you walk away and... But, but in when, when you round. get there, when you finally got there, why not go for it? Win it, yeah. Because Power maybe, is going to see what your team is. I can tell you what the Mayo team is going to be. But maybe if, if, you, go if, you, if you do t- uh, think back, right, if you try and tap into
3: James Horne's mind, in the previous year, it was north and south in the league, mm. wasn't it? And Mayo were Division 2. Mm-hmm. So they played a couple of games, kiss-my-arse games against yes. nobody good realistically, yeah, won no. them all, and then the league final was called off because Kildare yeah. had a championship match. Right, so. (laughs) The GAA at work. That was an absolute nothing league for Mayo. Yes. And they got to the final of the All Ireland. Do you know what I mean? So, like, he must be thinking, right, we've had this experience. We had Kiss My Arse League and we got it together for the. Never heard that phrase before. Kiss
5: My Arse League. (laughs) No. The isn't it? More, more <laughs> Kerry is, is coming out like.
3: Well, yeah, but they got to the final. so yeah, he's I thinking. Nice. He's thinking. We've played all these brilliant teams. We've, sh- we've held our own. We've got to the final. Right, look, we don't want to show any more. Let's
0: just park it. Show I it, feel all. like
1: though that league win in nineteen was a big thing for your team.
0: It, it felt was like a it. big thing for that group of players it because we like hadn't it. really won a national title. Do you know? Like, if you went back to twenty. 12, 2013, and if we got to a league semi final, league final, it was like, you know, it's grand to be there, but the league isn't what you want to win. Do you know? But then, even if I'd say if you asked Andy about this as well, like that league thing was a big thing for the older lads because we'd gone through losing a lot, like to actually win National type was a big thing. But I think, uh, and look, you can't paper over the cracks of that carry performance in the league. Mm. But I think sometimes, and this is an excuse for all of them, but sometimes you have to look at where the team is at. So, I don't think winning that league was going to be a huge thing for that Mayo team.
5: They'd lost two national finals. Though.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I understand There's that. There's a lot of young players there. Like. But at the same time, the I think you went back to the start of the league, Jack O'Shea probably set out... Or, O'Connor. Uh, O'Connor set out his stall very early and that he probably wanted to win something he, for that Kerry team. He had mentality. the chest out. Jack Got was it. making sure... They had a plan yeah. earlier on to go all out for the league, whereas I don't think Mayo had. Okay. Now, obviously, I agree with your point, when you get there, why not try and win it, but at the same time, you're probably trying to weigh it up, like what's the most important thing here?
1: Uh, and it did feel like in February, March, that things were going okay for me. Yeah. How does the life get sucked out of it so much that it just, there's this deflation, I suppose, going into the weekend. Am I right in saying that? Are people excited?
0: Yeah, I think they'd have probably gone into the league final thinking, right, it's not the end of the world if we don't win it. Yeah, But I don't think you could have seen getting a hockey in by as much as they got. And yeah. that probably took a lot of the wind yeah. out of the sails. You went to the Galway game, then obviously you're down a few injuries, Ocean goes off half two to the second half, and the wheels start to fall off. At that stage it is, it is very difficult to turn around, it's not like you can just flick a switch and next thing everyone's kind of back on song here and you're going yeah. for it again. Like, do you know? well, so that's the, kind of what I'm saying is, the, that's why this weekend is so important. That's, like, I mean you can predict some of these things and that's why, yeah. this is why the boys are going to make their predictions. So that's the it, Bible.
1: so man in our comments to town, we didn't make our prediction on the football pod this week. The football pod is of course brought to you every week by AIB. Proud sponsors of the Senior Football Championship.
3: Check out the toughest for more gyms. (laughs) Your favourite line. Who's gonna win this weekend? (sighs) I was just thinking as the boys were talking there, the problem with Mayo at the moment, right, is that there's so much time between losing to Galway and playing their qualifier against Monaghan. Yeah. So many problems arise in that gap. Whereas if you have a week, it's like, right, park that next week. Whereas, if you them three weeks or a month, to let that fester, and everyone is kind of talking about how in trouble Mayo are, it gets into the group. So, like for that reason, mentally, I think that Mayo are gonna be under pressure, and the fact that they have so many injuries in the, in the form of Conray, who is like, when he got injured, I was depressed for him, and depressed for Mayo, because he's so good to watch. There's rumors of on who's gonna be out. Oshim Mullen, how fit is he? Padraig O'Hora, how fit is he, could be out. I, where are you getting these rumours from? I didn't hear a horror, lads. Jimmy's sources. I'm telling you, all these fellas are doubtful, right? Never trust all, the bad. Bad. <laughs> all these fellas are doubtful. And if you look at Monaghan, Manheim lost to Derry, but would they be getting the hammering that Mayo got in the press and things like that? I don't think so. So mentally, they're on a on a better uh, better level, and I think they have less injuries, and they have dangerous forwards. In in McCarron, so McManus, tainted, you're thin
5: enough here, Jimmy. So what are you going? to
3: I, I don't like saying it, right? But I think I think that Mayo no, are under laddie. pressure. I think I think that Manin, I think the have the edge at the moment. Really, the only thing that will save Mayo <laughs> is Castlebar and the crowd. That is, it's honestly a 16th, 17th player, but like close, coming man. down.
0: You're not reading the script that's here in front of you, that's not what you're supposed to say. He's gone
1: off, (laughs) please. I'm surprised by that. I really don't think it's that bad in Mayo. Like, we hear rumours about players being out and injured. I know, legitimately, there's a couple of things that have been confirmed, and some things that, you know, might not be as bad as they are. But I don't think things are that bad in Mayo. And they're the type of team, it doesn't take much, Keith, like you mentioned flicking a switch earlier. Sometimes, in a summer, in Championship Football, all a group needs is a game like
0: Monaghan to get focused. Yes. Yeah. Look, it comes down to it, like it's make or break. Like, mm. and again, like Mayo haven't had a good track record in Connacht over the last six years, seven yeah. years. Bare, obviously, the last two years which were COVID and it was knockout, whatever. Do you know. So when it comes to knockout stages, that's when Mayo play their best. Like it's, you'd hope it's going to be the thing that will kickstart them. As James said, a five or six week break sometimes it can be good, sometimes it can be a hindrance. Mm. But I think listen to, the, listen to. The, James was asking me if they kind of took a week or so off after that Monaghan game, just let boys go back to their own thing, and then came back at it. I'm sure there was a lot of hard sessions, a lot of soul-searching done. You know, if you got that win over Monaghan and then you start going games in a rapid succession, that's when you can start building up momentum. But yeah, look, that's why mixed out is such a big game for them.
1: That's the way the qualifiers are set up this year. You're going to have a game this weekend, game the following weekend, then we've got the All-Ireland quarterfinals. Do you think we're going to see Mayo in the All-Ireland quarterfinals, Paddy?
5: That's why I, I, I think this weekend it's very hard to get a read on because it's been, it'll be seven weeks since Mayo have played. Monaghan go well, possibly should have beat Derry. Like Everyone's singing Derry's praises. They're one of the best teams in the country now, and Monaghan easily could have won that game. You look at Tyrone and Armagh on Sunday up in the athletic Grounds. Tyrone have been diabolical. Armagh were so bad against Donegal. They've had five, six weeks to come back. We, we have no form to go off going into this week. After this weekend, you'll be able to see, and that's the beauty of it whoever comes out of Castle Bar on Saturday night and whoever comes out of the Athletic Grounds on Sunday are right back in the mix. Yeah. Right back in the mix. But where I'd worry for Mayo, um, like th- they've struggled against set defences. I think that's always been an issue. I think that's an issue with Elads and Kerry as well. Um, and particularly if there's keep, like, Paddy Durkin is massive to come back. When they're playing against a set defence, you need pace, you need runners. Lee has obviously done it for 10 years. He's probably, I would imagine, he'd be tasked with marking one of the boys, either McCarron or McManus. Mm. He mightn't be getting forward as much, and he's just he's fucking miles on the clock. That's just reality of it. I think that's a, that's a big issue for Mayo at the weekend, particularly if Ryan O'Donoghue is out. You're thinking, what has Killian got from... That was his first game, essentially, coming back. Against Galway, he's had a look at a six seven week window challenge games or whatever it is. I think that's an area where it's going to be so tight and they're up against it. But and this is based off just kind of experience with Mayo and what Keith is saying, and James Horn and those guys who've been around the block. I would find it hard to fathom that Mayo would play two home championship games, lose them both, and be out of the championship now. I just think. I think everything that's gone on, the history of Mayo, you write them off so many times, and we've written them off so many times. I think there has to be a massive performance for James, for some of those older players. That the Bar team should play a factor, and, and I, I think the fans will play a massive part in that as well. But I think it's going to be—it's so tight to call that the breaking down that modern defensive system has always been an issue for Mayo. That's the game going to be won or lost there.
1: You say the game's going to be like chaos. The last time Monaghan were dragged into chaos was against Armagh. They bet Armagh Armagh that day, but it was open. Like, you know, you talk about Monaghan being sticky defensively. I don't know, I think this could suit Mayo playing a team like Monaghan. Drawing them into Castlebar. I don't think that.
0: If the game's played the right way, like, if the game's played on Mayo terms where they wanted to be fast, they wanted to be open.
1: And can they set those terms?
0: You can try, but it's very difficult. Like, I mean, like you look at the Derry Monaghan game, like the first half was awful defensive, obviously Derry were well on top. And then the second half, when Monaghan came out and they actually played with a bit of pace, and they played like with an they just controlled possession was... and they drove at them, put the squeeze on the kicker, and they put the squeeze on them. And they brought that game back to, I think, it was at three points until Derry got the third goal? Yeah. And like, they had a load of chances as well. Like, so, yeah, you can break down a packed defence, but it's all about how you play the game. And if, if you can get up to that level of pace and intensity, you have a chance.
3: We but have do a couple think, of questions from the crowd. Do you want to jump in I do think that when Mayo can dictate the pace of the game, hmm. they're arguably the best team in the country, right? But Galway found a way. Really? really I'm good. going to question you on that. Huh? Do you feel like that? Best team in the country? When, they when it's on their terms, right? When the game is played helter-skelter, mm. yeah. and it's fast, and it's turnovers, and it's points, and it's the crowd, and you're going, I am caught in a storm here then absolutely. But Galway, if you think about it, they found a way to get a head injury for two minutes, to foul some fella and lie on top of him for 20 seconds. Jimmy, that's Galway. What do you think Monaghan are going to do? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting yeah. at. Monaghan, Dorney Buckley knows Mayo inside of.
5: Bad he is... here all week. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that <laughs> is, that the thing, though. It, it was, was Keane
1: on. O'Neill against Galway, for Galway, yeah. and now Donnie yeah. Buckley's on the sideline. And they were both part of Horns first mm-hmm. management teams the first yeah. time around.
0: Yeah, Fredoni was up involved in 18, do you know, so. Yeah. Like, the bottom line here is neither of the two boys can read a room, because they both seem to be going with Monaghan.
5: That's... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <a>, honestly, <laughs> <to> God, <laughs> right? Can give you a prediction? I, based off no logic whatsoever, which is the best way for predictions, I, I, I just think, I think Mayo will nick it, <laughs> just, and honestly, because I don't know what
1: happened between the walk out here, because in the <laughs> green room we practiced this, and you both said Mayo.
5: Oh. I, I, I just think it would be a massive, where Mayo have been, like they've been the All-Or the finalists the last two years as well. There's still massive talent there, Horton's been around the block so long, it's in Castlebar. I just, I think it would be diabolical to, to have two home games and lose the both to be over championship. Right, but Paddy, right, think of this.
3: No Tommy Conroy. No, Ryan Dunhu. Hold on now, we don't know if Ryan Dunhu is Okay, but that's what I'm basing it off. That's the word on the street.
5: The, the a pinch of salt, I take and all of stuff.
3: <laughs> Did somebody but, give you the team or something? No, but that is just the word on the street. You were meeting Horland <laughs> today, <laughs> in that's why you were late. <laughs> <laughs> but say if they were missing those two, which is what I'm basing my prediction off, right? If you took Conor Callan and Kilkenny out of Dublin's team, would you ever back them to win at the moment? Or if you took Clifford and Shawnee Shea out of the Kerry team? Like I don't think that we realise what big a loss Tommy Conroy is, yeah, and Killian O'Connor is, is probably now up to 80%, do you know there's going to be a lot of responsibility on him, he is going to have to kick some serious points, yeah. and he's going to have to be brilliant. Yeah. So I, I, I just wonder, are those injuries going to cost him? Before I put you on the spot Keith, I'm going to go to Joseph
1: Conroy, Joe give us a wave, where are you? Hello, hello. Have you got a question for us from the crowd?
2: Got a question here. The mic is hot. If you want to get involved, stick your <laughs> hand up and get as many people as we can. Come start off with our friend here. Can you tell us who you are and what you want to know? Uh, Kieran from Cavan. Kieran, how are you doing? Um, just wondering, uh, how will Mayo people feel when Cavan win all Ireland before them?
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> It'll me next year because we're in the Thalton Cup, but anyway. <laughs> 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 Tell him, don't give that man another gargle. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I'm only
1: Calvin Abou, have you another one for us, Joe? We've
2: got one here in the centre, making yeah, our lovely. way over. How's it going? Do you want to let us who you are, who you are and what your question is? Yeah, um, Kevin from uh, Braithy. Hi, uh, Kevin. Question for Keith. Uh, Keith, all
0: the all Irelands you were ever involved in, um, if you could go back, like, is there any one thing you would change or anything you would, you, you would do differently? Like <laughs> win them all. I suppose it'd be there. Um, it Was a good night over until wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cheers, Grim Reaper. It's a good change. Like I mentioned, 13 there, I think was probably our best chance. Do you know, yeah. chatting to Andy before and a few of the boys, like they always mentioned 2012. But I just think we were probably nearly a bit too early in the development at that right. stage. Donegal were probably at, the, probably at the same stage, but they just their game plan a better off. 17, I don't think we could have done much more. Yeah. Um, but for me, just thirteen sticks out in that I don't think we played very well that day. You probably say you didn't play well that day either. But that was because what you guys did. Yeah, I just think thirteen was the one we left behind. Like we went in, maybe did we win a point or two up at half-time? whereas yeah. we should have been probably four or five up. It was a soft goal for Brogan. Got. Two. Bruno yeah. gets the goal. Do you know, we we gift them another couple of points. So I just think for me, thirteen was the one that we left behind, and that's probably the hardest one to take. So okay. Um, Didn't obviously, we came closer it. in 16 and 17. the but.
1: But 16 not the one? 16 is 16 such a freak? Yeah, I is that the own goal? Sorry, Paddy. Yeah.
0: It is, it's the own
1: goals. Paddy Andrews comes off the bench. Lit it up, yeah. Two points. You were the pretty sensational yeah. that day.
0: They hadn't kicked a point from play up until yeah. something You were the only dub
1: and forward, I think, to score from play that day. Yeah, clear. Yeah. Like when you keep the dubs <laughs> to 2 9, you keep the dubs to 2 9 in an All
5: Ireland final. You it was diabolical that, yeah. conditions though. Yeah. It was mad. The 15 and 16 finals were played in Biblical, yeah. like Castle Bar in February over for Carole Park. Park. But um, I'd, I'd agree with you, I, I think 13 was massive, He's our kick out. Cluxon's obviously an icon for, for us, but, but we were mad. we couldn't get the ball, like, with no structure <laughs> We were It was early, that was James' first season, so you'd been to the All-Earner final year before, that was early in our development, and we didn't have the game management and uh, the nous, I suppose, were, which we had in later years
0: as well. And we were just look. we were flying all year in thirteen, like we'd yeah. like we'd steamroll goals. Goal up in quarter. Stadium. Them, yeah. First time in the Well, not that we won there, but we absolutely hammered them up in Pierce Stadium. We'd, I know it was London in the kind of final, but Would hammered Donegal semi- goal in the quarter final, bit Tyrone by five or six in semi final. Yeah. But that was a decent enough Tyrone team around that stage. Yeah you know, so we were going really well that year, okay. played, yeah, just didn't play well in the final, but still could have won it, like. so for yeah. me, 13 is the one. 13 is the one.
3: Didn't, that was Dublin, the that didn't Killian... Dublin get a lot of goals, like, off the post, and it would come down into a fella's hand? He got a lot of goals oh. in, like, semi-finals and finals, either points dropped short, flicked in, Well man, had else had the one off, off the post, down into fella's hand, or as a penalty, a dive. Right? <laughs> like, he got, he did get an element of luck there. You hang
5: around with that Kevin fella? You know?
3: <laughs> Kevin for the Talton. <laughs> <laughs> but you not. There, there was those those elements of fortune where Mayo were definitely deprived of that element of luck. Like sometimes just falls away. Like for the one that I won, with the way the Durkin kicked the ball to to Donny, Donahue. Like that one, Kerry and Allardyce. Did you all perform that day? We performed the game that we tried to perform, yeah, which was a d- depression central game. It was honestly, the <laughs> couple of weeks in training before that were a shocker. Really? Oh, it was horrible. What, like, you went out to stop Donegal after what they did to double? Basically, yeah. Uh, what we did was tactically, we kept one to six, one to seven at home. Yeah, right? structure. Do not attack. So anytime we turned the ball over, they were running into a block. And then we got our shooters out the field, so we had, like, in training in a couple of the weeks leading up to it, there was no D or inside line, it was just a big uh, area Arc. of cones, and you had to take the shots from outside the area. Yeah. And we knew that it was going to be like 60 percenters, even 50 percenters, but that would get us enough points, because we thought they wouldn't score enough, but my God, it was hard to train. It was a gig, Jimmy. Though,
5: won just the game.
3: It won us the game. Well, the kick out won us the game, probably. But like, yeah, it did. It no. got us in, in contention. All you, right. You but Mayo were never afraid yeah. to try something different. Like, especially
1: I'm thinking back to the Rochford era.
3: Rochford always had a
0: wild card in his pocket. He tried something different. Stig yeah. O'Shea and Donaghy. Yeah, Stephen yeah. was good that way. Like, he was. He wasn't afraid to try things. And I think, you know, you have to be able to try and adapt. And whether depending on who you're playing, like we always had that mantra. Was just like you just go flat out. Especially yeah. against Dublin, because yeah. no team had done that to them. Like, so you had to go with that. But like Stephen was like that. Even he, he came in, he was. Do you know? I think we played Kevin McLaughlin for a sweeper in sixteen. Yeah. You um, had the game against Tyrone when he had Dillon on. Put Dillo centre forward.
1: forced Mickey Hart's hand. Yeah. Hart makes a switch. Take him the off. Second Tyrone changed their team. Rochford pulls Dillon yeah. and brings on Barry Moran. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like,
0: I love that one. Yeah, like that was a great tactical move but yeah. again something simple as putting 8 full back like everyone would be talking about you know, oh, he's the only man that Mark Donahue, but no one would have to go out and do it like mm. you know and that was a big move and it could have backfired in the first game but he stuck at it yeah so like you kind of have to admire any coach who goes out and actually has who takes a chance on something really? like that yeah
1: Joe have we one more question from the
2: crowd yeah i got another question here if you want to introduce yourself and as now where you're from Ocean from Tower. Just for the three lads, um, James Horn hasn't released a full list of the players on the squad and hasn't been providing a full list of updates on injured players, which has left us in a situation where we're speculating, as fans and in the media, uh, uh, we're speculating as to who will or won't be available. Just what do you think is his thinking behind that heading into a game like this? What do you mean?
1: Keeping the, keeping the panel quiet, is that what you mean? Yeah. Can I, can I go to Paddy first? We always do that, yeah. Did you worry about what anyone
5: else outside was thinking about the team or who'd be on the Again, team? Again, I'm trying to be wary of knowing the audience here, but that... Um, we would have always do that as well. That, like, we released the subs, released the team, and it was always a fake team, <laughs> the day before. And Would you know that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd been named in teams and would we'll go home and like, tell my man, there, my wife, oh, yeah, I'm, fl- I'm flying it. Yeah, I'm playing tomorrow knowing I'm not, like... Yeah. And then with the subs thing, the subs thing, we started doing that later as well, Dublin do it, I think a lot of teams do it now. Do what? They don't even name the subs until you get into the ground and you have the match programme. Again, and it's just, why would you give... I know, when you're in it, you're thinking, where the supporters we'd like to know, like, but... Monaghan would find that out as well. Like, why would you give away sort of information? I, I, just think it's a culture of the GA. I don't think it's just James Horn. I think it's across the board. We were chatting about this as well. Like, is the Mayo team named tomorrow? Do you think that team is going to play one to fifteen? I, think the GA should come in and just say, scrap that. Like, nearly rugby or whatever it is. Name the team on a Thursday, and if it's not the same, these are all, there's a fine or something like that. Because you are kept in the dark, but. I wouldn't say that's just a James Horan thing. I think that's across the board. I
3: actually played, <laughs> we were playing Monaghan away in the Super 8s in 2018. Oh yeah. And I was named 15 and I wasn't playing. Yeah, I've had that. And my, my, none of my family were going like, ants the family weren't going, next thing team was named, I was on. Next thing, phone goes mental. Give me tickets, give me tickets. To drive and the, the
5: Clowness, it's about eight days they, away from the <laughs> lot, Like, They all went. Oh next no. Time.
3: Next week, was about to be thrown in substitution on the Kerry team. Uh, <laughs> Were you, you in my father going, oh, <laughs> Fucking bollocks again. <laughs> you, could you not tell them, no?
0: I couldn't. No, I you couldn't. can't say. I can't like it. say. It, like, that it does happen. So it's so like awkward. Like, yeah, players would have gone no, through it, situations it, where they won't tell their family members they're not starting. No, so just can't for say. that fear of it getting. No, but like, to answer your question, James's thing going back to the last ten years was that like he always kept an open-ended panel. There was never a case where he had a set 32, and that was it for the year. There was no one in or out. Okay. He always had an opening in the panel, and he made no secret of that. Like, so he'd be bringing in lads half it through the summer. Possibly, mm. yeah. Okay. Um, but then, like, I don't hear injury updates from Monaghan or from Dublin or from Armagh or Tyrone. And you won't. Do you know? So, like, I, I don't know. If, and I'm not having a go here. Like, but I don't know. Is it just a male thing that, like, we're so invested in it that we have to know? Like, do you know? Maybe I'm not reading the room here either. Like, but it's just. <laughs> I don't know if it happens all over the other country it or it's just us. It does, but, but I do. It's good. It's good for like the supporters to know at least who's in
3: training. Like I think that's important. Like you have the. It's good for the media as well to be able to preview the bloody
5: game and know what you're talking about. And it's nice for the players involved because like yeah. the me, players know, the players know outside the camp. I can totally see. You say James Horne comes out this week and goes, eh, "A horse injured. Um, Killian's injured." Paddy Durkin's injured. First 15, I would say, is different, in fact. But what do you think is doing in Manhattan? It's not just your, once it's in the public domain, as supporters you feel we're supporting the team, we wanna get behind the lads, we're entitled to know, in the camp, genuine, that's not the thoughts. That's the reality of it. Good question. If you guys know, our opposition know, and why are you giving them an inch? And that's, this is the cult-like behavior we're talking about, but if that game comes down to a point, we're talking about Dylan starting against yeah Hart, and they have a game plan. What do you think Conor McManus is thinking if he knows? Well, I'm not marking Ushi Mullins out and Ahoar out. But what's the point the then in releasing any team? Like do you have to do something. Or I think either
3: the release, either either have a rule where you have to release the team. Yeah, but, but I'm trying to think of the, the new rules. I'm pretty sure you have to release, release. twenty six to Crow Park. So Crow Park That's has the twenty six. Yeah, some teams only name one to fifteen okay. online, yeah. and they don't even name fifteen to twenty-six. That's the yeah.
0: bigger thing in the GF last fucking Twenty years naming cowboy teams like. I, mean, I know. I would just if it, they bring in a team. rule. I mean, yeah. Just yeah. that's not. Yeah. That's
3: just well, one I one went to, to Trilly this year for the league match, and Dublin named a star-studded team against Kerry. I was like, <laughs> this this is going to be a classic. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a classic. Khan <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was pulled forward this, this year. This is the second game <laughs> I in I the league. i was looking at Khan's Instagram when he's in the states. He wasn't even there. Going to be playing Trilly now in four hours, Khan. And next thing they, they were all pulled. James McCarthy is supposed to be back. Con and these fellas. And next thing they pulled him. It's like Kerry probably knew they weren't playing. So the only people they are fucking over is the supporters. Okay. So uh, I would say that's a rule that needs to be changed.
1: Good question, Joe. Any more questions? Last one, very last question, and we're going to have to wrap up here. So
2: yeah, one last one here. Franzel, who you are. Where you're from? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Paddy from
0: uh, Longford. I'm Paddy. Uh, this one's for uh, Tommy and Keith. Um, So, I suppose, uh, James, you've had a fantastic career, Uh, won All-Ireland 2014 Player of the Year, and uh, uh, Paddy, you've had seven All-Ireland titles, but uh, for the two lads, which career would you rather have had? (laughs) (laughs) Tommy's.
1: Thank you. That's a good question, is it?
0: Do you want go to go first? No, you can go first on that one. I feel like
1: I would love to have Paddy Andrew's life post retirement. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel like oh, I don't. Hang on. Like wh- what the question? What's the question again? Career. Who's career? Between who? All oh, right.
1: I feel like you lived like a king for 12 months and 14. After 14. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I. <laughs> I feel like... He's been Paddy like a king for about 10 years. No, no, no. That's what I said. Paddy, Paddy has the legacy forever now. But yeah. I, I would love to have been James for 12 months and 14, oh. 15. <laughs> like he to
0: mark me in 2014, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say his. How many all-in-the-middles? Fucking jingling around the pocket there, like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even to get seven
3: team holidays out of it was probably worth it. It's a We crack. <laughs> so we got... We got Miami, South Africa, Thailand. Where would you go? You went... Miami, Miami Africa. <laughs> it's all the same Miami, spots, it, like They it? were all it's cycling like around yeah, yeah. yeah. But we landed, I think I stole something. the pod, we landed to, um, to Thailand and Tyrone had stayed there, Jeez. I think the year before. All right. And like, they were all coming over going, please, please don't trash the place like your
4: friends.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we laughed and I, I him. And Tyrone as well, down in Killarney are barred from Reedy's, which is like the, the main bar. The, the team are barred. So they know how to enjoy themselves, I'll just say, say that. You've had an influence
1: So, to answer your question, I'd have taken the number 32 jersey in any county panel in any country, so there you go. Uh, Keith, this weekend. That have we question? been too down on Mayo?
0: I hope so. Um, Yeah, I hope so. Like, uh, like, I find it very, very difficult now to sit here and try and criticise that team because yeah, I'm so close to so many of them, been there for so long. Um, you, you try to be positive, like When I'm watching the games, I won't lie, I do get frustrated watching it. But at the same time, you have to be positive. You have to hope there's a big kick in them. Like, if I was there now and you're after losing to one of your biggest rivals at home there has to be a kick, yeah. and they have to have be thinking that way for the last three or four weeks. So you get a chance then to kind of redeem yourself at home. Like I said, they have to be going all out for this game. So yeah, fingers crossed, you have to be hopeful for it. So yeah, you are being harsh. A
3: bit harsh, okay. Okay, thanks very you're, much, lad. That was the closest thing to a Kerry era.
0: like a... you see Mark put Third favourites behind Dury, hey. that's just... <laughs> Who's that, log, Yeah, taking the piss on. one.
1: There's only yeah. one power rankings that matters, and that's Owen Sheehan's, and I think he has Kerry number one, so
3: they're the yeah. ones keeping on. But Kerry... We're not going to talk about Kerry tonight, but Kerry are primed to be caught, just from the... That um, is the feeling we have, and we're going to get into that next yeah. week on the football pod. But imagine if Mayo came through Monaghan. That's what beat. It the season is open, like. Yeah. Exactly, beat uh, Donegal. Yeah. And landed at Kerry's door. Like, that is a massive game, then. Did you, did, like, the you, way it's set up this year is... Were you buzzing in 17, when you
1: had qualifier game after qualifier game, and you were motoring along?
0: Oh, yeah, I think I've said this to Paddy, like, yeah. beforehand, it was just, because it was week on week, like, you weren't being slogged to training. It was literally, play the game Saturday, it was half an hour recovery on the Sunday, you points. might have a gym session, on the Monday, which was literally half an hour, and then it was train Wednesday and game Saturday. It was one session a week, and like, it was the most enjoyable summer I nearly ever had. Like because it was just week on week, game on game. Obviously, when you are winning, it helps. But like,
3: you isn't can't training be... just a pain in the
0: hole? It's just shocking, like it is. Yeah. But yeah, like, if, it's, that's, the, I mean, again, like momentum's a strange thing. If you can get momentum, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. But trying to get that, like but, that's what I'm saying. But the first 15 20 minutes would probably be awful cagey on Saturday. If you be over that and you start to build the next thing, yeah. it can take but a but life. Out of something.
5: those two games this weekend, two of those teams are going to come out with momentum. Like Tyrone, car crash stuff here today. But if they go and beat Armagh and the grounds, they're in the mix. This game on. Out uh, of Mayo, the exact same. Yeah. I think Mayo will win and I think Tyrone will win. Okay.
0: Listen. You said Manhattan five minutes ago. <laughs> Can we him. <laughs> Big round of applause, please, for
1: Keith Higgins, our special guest tonight. <laughs> a huge thank you to everyone. A huge thank you to the Royal Theatre. It's been a brilliant venue. Huge thanks to our sponsors, AIB. Proud sponsor of the Senior Football Championship. Paddy Andrews, can I get a round of applause? A warm mayo. Thank you, Paddy <laughs> Andrews. And Mr. James O'Donoghue as well. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And uh, a huge thank you to you all at home. We loved in the football pot. We get to talk football every week. And it's all because of the subscribers we have and the people who are listening and sending the questions. So a huge thank you to you all for coming out tonight thank as well you. and for supporting us. And I hope Mayo win at the weekend. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Hey. Thanks lads. Cheers lads, thank, thank lads. you. Yeah. Thanks very much. Thanks. Lads.